Hey, veterans. Welcome to the VA Claims Insider Podcast. We are veterans helping veterans get the VA disability rating and compensation you deserve. I'm your host, Air Force Service Disabled Veteran Brian Reese, and each week we share VA disability claim tips, tricks, strategies, and lessons learned to help you win, service connect, and get rated at the appropriate level, even if you've already filed or been denied. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode. What's up, insiders? Brian Reese here, the VA Claims Insider, coming at you live from Austin, Texas. Uh, welcome to today's video, guys. Hopefully, y'all can hear me okay. Please give me a thumbs up. Uh, sporting the, uh, the VA Claims Insider swag today. Um, hope you guys are doing great on this Wednesday hump day here. Again, coming at you live uh, from Austin, Texas. Today, guys, we are talking about VA disability claims for hearing loss and tinnitus, okay? Uh, medical professionals call it tinnitus. <laughs> I call it uh, tinnitus, so do a lot of veterans, okay? What's up, Dave? Hey, guys, just join in. Please, somebody give me a thumbs up. Uh, let me know that you can hear me okay. Um, again, we're chatting about uh, some inside secrets today, guys, about hearing loss and tinnitus, okay, or tinnitus. So uh, a couple things here real quick that I want to cover that are very important tips for you guys uh, if you're going for VA disability benefits for ear conditions, okay? Now, there's lots of rateable ear conditions under the law, uh, blog post forthcoming, by the way. What's up, Joey? Hey, Johnny. What's up, Dave? He says, good morning, Rockstar. Hey, man, it's always good to see you. Look at that hair. Yeah, so check this out. Look at this little goat I got going on. Man, it's like, it's kind of sad, but it's the first time in my life I've ever had a little goatee, so it's, it's kind of funny, right? It's, we were laughing about it with my team. <laughs> uh, what's up, Thomas? Johnny says, I was just turned down for hearing loss. All right, no worries, brother. We'll, we'll talk through some of that thing, that stuff, and give you some tips. So here's the deal, guys, with, uh, let's talk about uh, tinnitus first, or tinnitus, okay? And then we'll talk about hearing loss after that. Tinnitus and hearing loss are not the same thing, okay? They are two completely different things. Tinnitus has to do with ringing in the ears, okay? Um, we call it ringing in the ear syndrome at VA Claims Insider. Um, a lot of veterans suffer from it. I suffer from it. So I can talk about it from the personal standpoint of what it is and what my symptoms are like um, and how it affects me. And I'm sure you can relate to that, okay? So we'll talk about the ringing in the ear. And by the way, military veterans are much more susceptible to having ringing in the ear uh, symptoms, tinnitus, than the normal population, okay? The normal civilian population. And I think the reason why that is, guys, is because we were exposed to so many different things on active duty, combat deployments, austere environments, training incidents, loud noises, firing ranges, um, training possible accidents, incidents, things like that, um, gunfire, flight lines. There's so many different things in the military that can lead to tinnitus tinnitus, okay? And also hearing loss, right? But we're talking about tinnitus first, okay? So here's the deal with tinnitus. What is it? It is the perception, okay, the subjective perception 
of ringing or hissing or buzzing in your ears, even when no sound actually exists, okay? So I'll give you a quick example here of what mine is most like. Mine sounds more like a combination of a hissing and a buzzing, okay? It's kind of like, right? And it, it comes and goes, okay? And the thing that's so bizarre about tinnitus is that there's actually no sound. There isn't any noise that's causing that ringing. You just think it is. Okay, that's the subjective nature of what's called subjective tinnitus, okay? You think a sound is there. You have the perception within your inner ear of a buzzing, a cracking, a hissing, a whizzing, a whirling, but no sound is actually there. And the reason why I think it can be so bizarre is, I mean, I could be sitting next to my fiance or my kids and I'll look at her and I'll be like, do you, do you hear that noise? What is that? What's that noise? And she'll look at me like I'm crazy, right? There's, there is no noise um, because there isn't any noise. It doesn't exist. It only exists to me with tinnitus. So if you're a veteran, guys, and you're hearing my voice right now and you have that issue, okay, which is very, very common, okay, get to the doctor and get a diagnosis, okay? Now let's talk about um, how you get it service connected and then rate it, okay? So uh, first things first though with tinnitus claims, there is no bilateral factor, okay? There's no unilateral factor. You either have it or you don't, and it's either rated at 10% or nothing at all, okay? There is no 0% rating. There's no bilateral factor. It doesn't matter if it's in one or both ears. You either have tinnitus or you don't, and it's either rated at 10% or nothing, okay? Now, a few tips here, just a couple quick things on tinnitus claims. It is the number one easiest VA disability claim to win, period, bar none, end of story, tinnitus claims are the easiest claims to win. And I think the reason why, guys, is VA rating officials know, number one, that most veterans have an issue related to tinnitus because of what we were exposed to. The other thing is, it is a very subjective claim, okay? Objective, meaning you could score it, measure it, test for it, and you can actually have an objective assessment of whether you have it or not. Tinnitus is different. There is no test for it, okay? There is no, uh, there's nothing anybody can do that says, oh, yep, you have tinnitus, okay? Because it's unique to you. You're perceiving something uh, that only you can see and hear and feel that nobody else can, okay? So there's no test for that. It's very subjective, okay? So because it's very subjective, I think that's one of the reasons why it's a very easy VA claim to win in Service Connect, okay? Really quick though, before I go on to talk more about this, for all VA disability claims, with tinnitus and hearing loss, especially guys, you have to have three things, okay? Number one, you need to have a medical diagnosis of tinnitus in a medical record. That could be in your active duty records, that could be in VA medical records, okay? Or that could be in any private records, okay? If you don't like the VA, you don't have your active duty records, that's fine, but you need to be going somewhere, okay, to be getting treatment, okay, for your tinnitus um, or your hearing loss. The other thing I want to throw out there, guys, is the VA now has a tinnitus recovery class option. Um, it was actually just pitched to me. Uh, the last time that I was in for an audiogram, okay, which is that hearing test, 
Um, I talked to the audiologist about my tinnitus, the, the ringing in my ear, uh, which I'm already service connected and rated for. Um, and she asked me if I was interested in a new class that they were offering on how to reduce some of the symptoms of your tinnitus um, and at least not have so many issues with the buzzing, the ringing perception. Why is it an issue? Because it can affect so many different areas of your life. Sleep is the biggest one, okay? The buzzing, the ringing, the hissing in the ears can really, really, really affect your sleep. It can also affect your mood, okay? And if you're not sleeping and you're angry and you're depressed and you've got anxiety, it's going to affect all areas of your life, okay? So uh, tinnitus is actually a, a very, very serious condition with some really, really bad side effects, okay, that can really impact and limit your work and your life, okay? Um, all right, so you've got to have a medical diagnosis, though, somewhere, so if you haven't, get your butt to the doctor, tell them you're having the buzzing, hissing, ringing sensation in your ears, and you, know, you don't know what to do about it. Hey, what do I do about this? They're going to immediately know it's tinnitus, okay, or tinnitus. Um, the other thing, so where I see veterans go wrong here is they either don't have a diagnosis or there are no subjective complaints anywhere in medical records that talk about the ringing, the hissing, the buzzing, or the sensation of that sound, okay? And what's going to happen, guys, is the VA is going to deny you service connection, okay? That's that second piece. So the first part, you must have a medical diagnosis, at least subjective complaints, okay? At least. The second thing then is, was or is your tinnitus caused or made worse by your active duty service or by another service-connected disability, okay? That latter part there is for secondary service connection, but if you're seeking direct service connection, okay, was your tinnitus caused or made worse by your active duty military service? Now, what does that mean? How do you prove this, okay? So in VA speak, they have what's called uh, the benefit of the doubt doctrine, okay? This is right out of case law. What it means is on an at least as likely as not basis, okay, that's 50-50, did it happen or did it not? Just like in baseball, tie goes to the runner, all right? So the same thing is true in VA disability claims. The tie goes to you as the veteran, okay? If all things are considered equal, uh, half the medical evidence is for the service connection piece, half of it is against it, it should meet the standard for at least as likely as not, okay? Which is a very low burden of proof, by the way, okay? At least as likely as not is 50-50. You've got preponderance of the evidence in a civil case. Okay, that means more than 50% chance. Um, and then you've got beyond a reasonable doubt, all right, in a, in a criminal case, which is a very, very high uh, burden of proof standard, as it should be, right, because it's a, a criminal case. So in VA speak, though, that's a good thing for veterans that the only thing you need to get in a CNP exam or in a medical nexus opinion from an audiologist is somebody saying at least as likely as not due to their service, their combat deployment, their car accident, this training incident, uh, being exposed to loud noises on a rifle range with no hearing protection, being a flight line mechanic, okay, that kind of stuff. That's what you need at least as likely as not. Get a nexus opinion, okay, if you don't have one or if you've ever been denied for tinnitus or hearing loss, okay. So that's the second part. The third part are your symptoms, okay? You might have tinnitus diagnosed, 
You might even potentially think it's a slam dunk for service connection. But if you've got no symptoms, okay, if there are no subjective complaints or symptoms that your tinnitus is limiting or affecting your life, you might be, uh, either get denied or get nothing. Okay, So think about that. Um, how is your tinnitus limiting or affecting your life? That's the third part. Okay, Again, tinnitus claims very, very easy to win. Uh, it is the number one most claimed disability across all veterans, all demographics, it doesn't matter. Young or old, it's the most commonly claimed disability. It's the most commonly awarded disability as well. And remember, it can either be rated at 10% or nothing at all, okay? So what do we call that at VA Claims Insider? That's a low value claim, okay? What's a high value claim? A high value claim is a VA disability claim that has a very high likelihood of getting rated at 30% or higher on its own. A low value claim is a VA disability claim that has a very low likelihood of being rated at 30% or higher on its own. So unfortunately, tinnitus, tinnitus, and hearing loss claims are low value claims, okay? Uh, one, a couple last things on tinnitus, okay? You heard me talk about subjective complaints, okay? If you don't have a diagnosis, you've been out of the military for 30 years, and you're worried that the VA is going to deny you that nexus requirement under the law. Okay, you don't, you don't meet it or you can't prove it. Uh, remember, it's just on the at least as likely as not basis. And there are very specific cases, guys, that support that buddy letters, lay evidence, after the fact evidence under the law, can substitute in the absence of medical evidence for your tinnitus claim. This is why it is so important that you personally write a statement in support of your claim, okay, on the VA Form 21-4138, statement in support of a claim for tinnitus. Um, tinnitus recurrent is what it's classified under the law. And then talk about when you believe it happened. Hey, the ringing, buzzing, hissing in my ear happened after... I worked as a flight line, flight line mechanic in 1989, okay? Or my deployment to the Gulf in the 90s, or my combat deployment to Iraq when we were blown up by IEDs, okay? Um, whatever your possible nexus link is, guys, tell the VA rating officials that in plain English, in your personal statement. They will read those, okay? They're very, very important, guys. Uh, and again, a buddy statement or something you write is called lay evidence. After the fact evidence, it's very important in helping you prove the nexus requirement um, and then the severity of symptoms, which is part three, okay? Um, also, I do think that in addition to you writing a statement, you should get a letter from a buddy. What do I mean when I say a buddy, okay? A buddy is nothing more than a friend, a spouse, neighbor, pastor, um, somebody you served with, okay, that could be a buddy. Um, maybe it's a coworker, a boss, or somebody who sees you on a daily basis. The purpose of the buddy statement is to shed some light on what the person has witnessed over time. Now, the best buddy statements are firsthand witness testimonies, okay? So if you're claiming tinnitus or hearing loss and you lack medical evidence, but you've got a buddy who says, I worked on the flight line with Brian, okay? We were both flight line engine mechanics. We were exposed to XYZ over a period of three years. Um, 
I personally have dealt and suffered with tinnitus, tinnitus, hearing loss my whole life. I am positive that Brian's tinnitus, tinnitus comes from working on the flight lines and the daily exposure to loud noises. Okay, they sign and date their name. That is a crucial piece of evidence, guys. Absolutely important. The VA Raiders take them very, very seriously. Okay, so don't discount the buddy letter. Okay, which by the way, guys, if you need some help with your tinnitus, your hearing loss claims, your mental health claims, sleep apnea, anything else, get inside of VA Claims Insider Elite, okay, which is our premier medical consulting program that will help you guys get disability benefit questionnaire reviews done and medical nexus opinions, okay? So if you're sitting there hearing my voice and you're going, you know what, Brian, I'm underrated. I'm at 20%. I think I should be 90. I'm at 50 and I think I should be 100, okay? Get in the program. The reason you have a low ball rating, guys, I can nearly guarantee it is because you didn't have enough medical evidence at the time that your initial claim went in or even your second claim, okay? Very, very possible. Uh, Veterans lack medical evidence for tons of reasons, okay? The VA is not helping you get medical evidence. Our private doctors don't know how to write a quality nexus letter with the verbiage that you need to see. That's why I founded this company, you guys. I founded VA Claims Insider to help veterans win previously denied or low-ball disability claims with medical evidence. Medical evidence, guys, from qualified medical providers who can do DBQ reviews um, and medical nexus opinions to help you win and service connect your claims. Okay, now we also are offering over $7,500 worth of value up front for free when you come into VA Claims Insider Elite today, okay? Uh, We have a brand new program offered inside of Elite. It's called the Elite Experience Portal, the EEP. You're going to get your own individual access to this. It's got $7,500, guys, worth of unbelievably high-value VA claim resources that my team and I put together for you. Okay, now if you want it, all you got to do is go to vaclaimsinsiderelite.com. Okay, again... VA Claims Insider Elite, it's a free three-step intake. You can get signed up at vaclaimsinsiderelite.com. Hopefully somebody uh, will post that in the chat box, by the way. If you're watching this on Facebook or YouTube, um, if you open up the description uh, down below this video, guys, you'll see there's a link there of how you can join, okay? All right, so that's kind of the gist with tinnitus claims. Um, Very, very easy to win because they're very subjective, okay? There is no test. They're going to administer the audiogram, which is laughable because the audiogram can't measure for tinnitus, okay? So um, anyway, just be very prepared to talk about the in-service incident, injury, event that caused or made your tinnitus worse, okay? So that's tinnitus. Um, the, let's move on to hearing loss now. Hearing loss. Oh, <clears throat> I haven't talked about hearing loss in a long time. So many veterans are frustrated with their hearing loss claims because... The majority of hearing loss claims come back denied, okay? Denied, not service-connected, okay? I'm going to talk about why I think that is, um, and then I'm going to talk about what you're up against, okay? Now, again, this is my opinion. The deal with hearing loss, guys, is it is a very objective VA disability claim. Objective meaning it can be measured, 
okay? The other thing that you're up against, which I think is, is not terrible, it just is what it is. As we age, okay, very well proven medically, guys, that the older we get, all sorts of stuff starts happening. Our hearing goes, our vision goes, we grow hair in weird places, we shrink, our spine shrinks, okay? <clears throat> That's just part of aging. And hearing loss is part of the aging process, okay? So you're up against that. I think first and foremost. The second thing you're really up against with your hearing loss claim is that if you look at the criteria, okay, the level of loss that you have to have at various decibels and frequencies in both ears, okay, to qualify for a rating for hearing loss is ridiculous. Okay, you basically have to be freaking deaf to get more than a 0% rating for hearing loss, okay? The highest rating for hearing loss that I've ever seen is 50%, okay? And this person was like literally deaf, had hearing aids in both ears. Um, I'm not gonna go through the entire scale here, but I am gonna post a couple really, really high value resources for you in the description of this video when we're done, okay? The first is the MOS listing for hearing loss, okay? This guide is what the VA uses, okay? The VA rating officials, the RVSR, the Rating Veteran Service Representative, who's gonna look at your hearing loss claim, this is what they look at to take a look at the likelihood that your MOS is on a listing of uh, career fields commonly uh, with hearing loss issues, okay? So what does that mean? Well, if you were, again, a pilot exposed to loud noises, it's very likely you're gonna have hearing loss versus somebody who is just in an administrative job, okay? So that's why the MOS listing I think is important. I'm gonna post that here in a blog post. It's gonna have it broken down by the branch of service you were in and then by your exact job title and description, okay? And then you're gonna be able to see the likelihood that your MOS is on that list for hearing loss, okay? So stay tuned for that. Again, if you open up the description of this video, I'm gonna post that link here in a little bit. Okay, the MOS listing for hearing loss, very important. Um, but again, I, we're really up against a bad deal here, guys, in the VA rating system, just with how hearing loss is rated because it's awful. I mean, you have to be deaf almost to get more than a 0% rating for hearing loss. I've seen 0%, I've seen 20%, uh, but again, the highest rating I've ever seen for hearing loss is 50%, okay? Although if you look at the schedule, if you have complete deafness in both ears, um, that would be rated at 100%. So hearing loss claims can actually go up to 100%. I just never see it, ever. Um, <clears throat> let's see, what else do I wanna talk about? Okay, let's talk about um, your hearing loss claim. Again, similar to tinnitus, you gotta have a, a diagnosis, right, of hearing loss. Um, <clears throat> and then the service connection piece. That's the hardest part with hearing loss claims is proving service connection, okay? But you gotta fight, you gotta arm yourself with information, and that's where that MOS guide, I think, comes in very important, is you need to know the career field, talk about that in your personal statements, guys, to the VA raiders, okay? On the loud noises you were exposed to, okay? Bombs, flight line engines, helicopters, training issues, hey, I, you know, I worked out on a gun range, um, training at, whatever the situation is for you, you have to write it in plain English in your personal statement, okay? 
Um, so a lot of veterans, though, suffer from hearing loss. They just do. Um, again, the problem, though, is the loss requirements are so high that most veterans, if you're lucky enough to get your hearing loss service connected, are only rated at 0% for it. Um, but I think it is important, guys, to get your hearing loss service connected because as you age and as it gets worse, you then at least are going to be able to file for increases when it does get worse and you'll qualify for the benefits of getting hearing aids and things like that. So you won't have to come out of pocket, okay? Um, so we talked about the MOS listing. Now I want to move on to the last part of hearing loss claims and I want to talk about the audiogram, okay? What it is, what to expect, um, and how it is such an objective test, okay? There's two parts to it. So when you go to file your VA disability claim for hearing loss, okay, a certified audiologist, okay, that's a person trained, certified, credentialed to administer what's called the audiogram, okay? The audiogram is when they put you in that room, the soundproof room, uh, they put those little buds in your ears, right? And then the person walks back behind the, the curtain, and starts talking to you and says, hey, I'm going to start, you know, doing some different things. Raise your left hand if you hear three beeps. Raise your right hand if you hear a beep, right? You're going to have little clickers. That's the audiogram, okay? Again, it's a very objective test, and there's two parts to it. The first part is speech recognition, okay? The first part of the audiogram is they're trying to determine the words that you can recognize. So, for example, the audiologist might say, okay, you're going to hear statements, okay? I want you to repeat back to me what you hear, okay? And it might be something like, the dog is a poodle, right? The dog is a poodle, and then you have to recite back, okay? There's usually, I think, 50 um, speech recognition type things that they're going to run you through. The second part of the audiogram, um, they're testing for the actual loss, at various decibels and frequency ranges. There's five criteria of loss, okay, across the various decibel and frequency ranges. Typically looking for losses in three to five categories above a 26, okay, is the cutoff score. And I think it's, I think it's below 94% on the speech recognition. I'll have to, have to check that again. Um, but Again, a very objective test. This isn't something, guys, nobody should ever go in there thinking you're going to beat the audiogram, okay? You're not going to beat the audiogram. I think that would be illegal, immoral, and unethical, and I don't want to see you do that. You don't need to do that, okay? Um, go in there just like it is on a normal day. Do everything in your power to listen clearly, to say what you hear. I hear this. I don't hear this, okay? And let the test, let the score come out, um, and let it be what it is. Okay, let it be what it is. Um, it's pretty simple. It's pretty cut and dry. Okay, again, those two parts to the audiogram. Um, you can get DBQs for uh, the hearing test audiogram. I actually think the easiest thing, though, for hearing loss claims is just to file for it or file for an increase. And then the VA will schedule you for a compensation and pension exam uh, with an audiologist okay, who's going to administer the audiogram. Um, as far as nexus opinions, if you've been denied service connection for hearing loss in the past and you believe that you got screwed, hey, there's no way this should have been not service connected. I'm going to fight. Highly, highly recommend, guys, you get a medical nexus letter written from a qualified provider 
who can talk about the likelihood that your hearing loss is due to your service, okay? And then the medical linkages there. So that's the deal with hearing loss, guys. Very, very difficult claim to win. Um, it's very hard to even get it service connected. If you are lucky enough to get hearing loss service connected, it's typically rated at 0%, okay? Unfortunately. Um, okay, so we talked about vetus vid claims for tinnitus and hearing loss. We talked about buddy letters and lay evidence, how important it is, guys, to write your own personal statements. We talked about you need to get your butt to the doctor and get medical diagnosis, okay? You need to get an excess letter or DBQs. You need to be talking about your symptoms, okay? Um, and then we talked about elite, okay? If you're hearing my voice and you're rated between 0 and 90% now and you believe you deserve a higher rating, get in elite, okay? We can help you get the medical evidence you need to prove service connection and get rated at the appropriate level, even if you've already been denied, guys. Okay, that's the awesome part. Go look at our reviews, okay? I don't want you to just take my word for it um, that I think VA Claims Insider is awesome, okay? Obviously, I'm biased <laughs> because I founded it, um, but we really do, guys. We have an unbelievable team of fellow veterans and medical professionals who are all working together to get you guys the medical evidence you need to win previously denied claims, guys, to overcome denials of service connection, to get your rating what it should be, okay? And then what is the result? That's more tax-free compensation, guys, and benefits for you and your family for life, all right? And you deserve it. You deserve those benefits, guys, okay? You'd be crazy not to go for it. Um, you served your country, you raised your hand, go for it. Stop struggling on your own, okay? If you need help, that's what we do, okay? Again, you can go to vaclaimsinsiderelite.com. I'll post the link um, inside the description here on YouTube when we're done. Uh, but I do wanna take some questions, okay? So um, if you're hearing my voice right now and you've got some questions, please post it um, in the chat or in this description. I'm gonna try to answer as many of them as I can here before we, uh, before we head out today. I'll just scroll up. Hey, Corbin, how are you? Hey, Cameron. Hey, Jeff. Jeff wrote, uh, I was in the US Army, five kilo crypto. I wore crummy headsets listening to non-Morse code. I've been diagnosed with PTSD, also need help. Dude, that's what we do, man. Get inside of Elite. Okay, Jeff, go to VA Claims insiderelite.com. The issue you're going to have is 1983 was a long time ago. Okay. So anything you do now has a very high likelihood, in, in my opinion, a high likelihood of denial, depending on what the medical evidence shows. Okay. So in general, guys, proving the nexus, proving service connection gets harder the longer you've been out of the military. Okay. But we can help. That's why you're going to need more medical evidence, Jeff. Okay. So on the PTSD mental health claim side, um, you're going to need an independent psych eval, okay, from a U.S. board certified psychologist. We can help uh, set you up with that. Um, and then as far as your hearing loss goes, we can talk about the lay evidence requirements and how you write your statement um, and then how you should prepare for the CMP exam. We've got a ton of resources inside of the Elite Experience portal so that you can do your own claim, okay? Um Kentrell wrote, I was denied for hearing loss when I filed for tinnitus tinnitus. Sometimes uh, your VSO or your accredited agent, you might not even have realized that they put in for both, 
they put in for both hearing loss and tinnitus tinnitus. Not surprised, uh, Kentrell, that the hearing loss was denied. Again, very, very common. Um, tinnitus was probably approved. If it wasn't, um, I think you need to go back and go for it again. If you want to fight your hearing loss, you're going to need a medical opinion now. Okay, independent medical nexus opinion. Uh, Mike wrote, please talk about the MOS-based presumptive list for tinnitus. Okay, I'm, I hesitate to call it a presumptive list, okay? Because presumption has, is a legal requirement that's been met for things like Gulf War Syndrome, Agent Orange exposure, and diseases and conditions that result from those things, okay? Um, so I hesitate to call it a presumptive list. But what there is, is there is an MOS list, okay, that shows VA rating officials that there are certain career fields across different branches of services and, and jobs um, that you have a higher likelihood of getting tinnitus or hearing loss because of what your job was in the military. Okay, Mike, so what I'm going to do, I'm actually going to post that entire MOS list uh, for hearing loss and tinnitus based on your service um, across all the branches. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a blog post and I'll post it in this description on YouTube, okay? Jeff also has sleep apnea and a CPAP. It's very, po it's very possible. Yeah, we didn't really talk too much about um, secondary conditions today, but there are a number of things that can be connected secondary to your tinnitus tinnitus, okay? One of them is somatic symptom disorder, chronic pain syndrome with depression and anxiety. Um, I've seen veterans be very successful connecting major depressive disorder, and generalized anxiety disorder, mental health conditions, secondary to service-connected tinnitus, okay? Why? Because all that buzzing, hissing, whizzing can cause major issues in your work, your life, your sleep, your sex, everything. And because of those impacts, guys, maybe you've become depressed. Maybe you have anxiety now because of the buzzing and hissing, okay? Rick. Hey, man, nice to hear from Rick Furtado, man. He was in our programs early, early on, just awarded 10% for tinnitus overall now at 90%. Thanks, Brian. That's awesome. Cool, man. Jeff, I am a VSO. Awesome. Thank you for what you do. I've been diagnosed by ear specialist. Uh, and I also have 50% hearing loss. I now have to wear hearing aids. The tinnitus is so severe that it keeps me up at night and drives me crazy. Yep, I never filed, but I'm ready to go. Yep. Absolutely, Jeff. All right, go ahead and get in. Um, one, I want to make an important distinction here on this video. And by the way, thank you for what you do. Um, guys, by law, the Department of Veterans Affairs governs and manages accreditation. Okay, It's very clear in the law that only accredited representatives, accredited organizations, VSOs, agents, um, accredited attorneys um, may help a veteran prepare uh, or prosecute, okay, VA disability claims for benefits. That's by law. The reason why that exists, guys, is to protect you, okay? Those organizations, many of them exist to help you for free, okay? You can file for VA disability benefits for free. You don't need VA Claims Insider for that, okay? Filing a VA disability claim is very easy, okay? And by the way, we're not accredited agents, we do not prepare and file claims for you, okay? You can either file your own disability claim. I've got a training video that shows you how to do it in about two minutes, 
okay, inside of either ebenefits or va.gov, or you can work with an accredited VSO organization who will have power of attorney to file your claim. The reason why we exist is to complement the existing system under the law, whether you're an attorney, a VSO helping a veteran, you're on your own, and you realize you need more medical evidence. That's what we do, guys, at VA Claims Insider. We literally have an entire team of psychologists and medical professionals who do all non-mental health related issues. They will prepare, they'll do virtual examinations for you, sometimes in person, depending on the requirement. They'll do examinations, they'll complete disability benefit questionnaire reviews if they can to help you win in service connect conditions and then get rated at the appropriate level. Um, and then they also, we have about 200 templates right now of unbelievably awesome proprietary medical nexus letters, okay? What are in those nexus letters from our providers? Uh, ideology, okay, medical ideology of the likelihood based upon medical research, based upon the veteran's records, based upon case law, the likelihood that your disabilities are due to your service or due to another service-connected disability. That medical opinion is absolutely crucial. The medical opinions, guys, in Brian Reese's opinion, are the missing link in VA disability claims. The number one reason why VA disability claims get denied is you don't have enough medical evidence. So you can file claims all day long, that's easy. But my question is, do you wanna file a losing claim that's either gonna come back denied, not service connected or low, low ball rated, or do you want to file a winning claim with the exact medical evidence you need? I know what I would choose, okay? That's what we help you do at VA Claims Insider. Okay, again, you can join today for free, $7,500 worth of high-value VA claim resources inside of the Elite Experience Portal, guys. All you have to do is go to vaclaimsinsiderelite.com. Okay, and by the way, all the VSOs out there, attorneys, accredited agents, thank you guys for what you do. We need you. We need you on the front lines serving and supporting veterans because there's millions of us who need help, okay? And so thank you for what you guys do. You provide a free service. It's awesome, right? Um, let's see. In the signal core. What's up, Carrie? Checking in from Italy. How cool is that? I'm in Texas. That's the cool thing about technology, right, is we can just do this from anywhere, which I think is pretty rad. Uh, Philip wrote, I have tinnitus but was told I had no hearing loss, even though I could tell the difference, still waiting. Yeah, it's very common. Um, I actually, Philip, I went in for an audiogram not too long ago. I actually scheduled it just because I called my VA primary care doctor and I said, I feel like I can't hear, right? Especially if there's any background noise or anything going on and somebody tries to talk to me. I can't hear what's going on. Like I just, I can't decipher when there's background noise, what's going on. Another example is like going out to dinner, right? If you go out to dinner and you're sitting there with your spouse or friends and there's lots of noise in the background, kids screaming, uh, TVs, and somebody's trying to have a conversation and you can't hear them or you can't focus, you're always going, huh, 
What? Can you say that again? I didn't hear you. Um, I legitimately thought I had some hearing loss. Okay, now I went in, did the audiogram. Turns out I, I don't have any hearing loss. I was hearing within the normal ranges, okay, but passed with flying colors. No, no issues with hearing loss. But there's a little known something out there. I'm going to thank one of our VA Claims Insider Mastermind members who found this. There's a part of tinnitus, okay, the ringing, hissing, buzzing in the ears that affects the inner ear, the nerves that connect to the brain that help you process speech communication, okay? Um, I don't have the, the exact resource in the medical literature pulled up in front of me, but I know it exists. I'll find it and I'll post it as soon as I get it. Um, but essentially, it's almost like the background noise causes issues with the nerve that affects the brain, which then affects your ability to interpret words, things that are happening around you. It's almost like um, if you suffer from a mental health condition, when you have an anxiety or depression spike, right, and you're just anxious about everything and you can't seem to stop and focus and get out of your own way, you can't calm yourself down, okay? It's very similar to that. It can have a crippling effect on your ability to function, to hear, even if the objective audiogram will show there's no hearing loss, okay? I am living, breathing proof of that. And if you're hearing my voice right now, you might be going, I have that same thing. My wife says, she talks to me and I can't hear, right? Or I don't remember things. Or if kids are screaming, I can't, I have to leave the room, okay? Or if I'm out to dinner or in a crowd or there's loud noises or music playing in the background, you can't hear or understand a conversation you're having with somebody else, okay? It's likely that there's an inner ear issue for tinnitus that's affecting the nerves that communicate with your brain, okay? Um, Raylan wrote, the MOS job list really helps with the claim. Absolutely. What's up, George? Hey, Ken. What's up, man? How's, uh, how's life in Dallas? Ken and I, uh, we used to work together in San Antonio, and uh, he took off into uh, to Dallas. What's up, Thomas? Um, all right, I'm going to scroll down here, guys, and see if there were any more comments that I can help with. What's up, Peshan, Corbin, Kevin? Kevin wrote, what about the old AFSC? Okay, that stands for Air Force Specialty Codes. Worked at a site, and though the list shows low, doesn't take into account locations. That, Kevin, that's where your personal statement or your buddy letter is going to be absolutely crucial, okay? Um, I'm a good example of that, okay? I was a 64 P, 64 Papa contracting officer. If you look at the, the code, it says there's low probability that I would have tinnitus or hearing loss. Well, that assumes that you're just sitting at a desk all day at home station. What about all the training? What about my combat, combat deployment to Kandahar, Afghanistan in 2011? Okay. What about all of the issues on the flight line, right? Just because you had an office administrivia job doesn't mean you weren't out around planes and loud noises, right? You still had to qualify on the M4, M16, okay? The M9, right? So you were still at gun ranges and exposed to loud noises, even if you worked in an administrivia type job. It's absolutely crucial though, in those examples I just gave, if you're on that MOS list with a low likelihood, 
That is where lay evidence in your personal statements becomes so important. Okay, talk about, hey, this is what caused my hearing loss. Say it in plain English, two to three sentences. Tell the VA rater exactly what you want them to know and make them feel something. Make them understand and feel what you're talking about, okay? Jeff wrote, I'm thinking about uh, how to write my letter to connect for me regarding Flightline engines. Um, ready to add up to Elite. Rich, appreciate the help. What's up, Rich? Hey, brother. Richard Shaminsky, by the way, uh, amazing human being, uh, really has been instrumental in serving veterans and helping grow the VA Claims Insider movement. Uh, fellow Air Force vet. Love you, brother, man. You're freaking awesome. Thanks for being on here. Uh, Brian wrote, hey, Brian, I had the same issue and had a private audiologist tell me it's likely a concentration issue. <laughs> right? Yeah. Obviously, they don't understand what we're dealing with. I'm going to, Brian, I'm going to find um, that resource. I know it was posted inside the VA Claims Insider Mastermind group, um, but there's medical research out there that supports this. And it's exactly what I'm talking about. If, if you go take an audiogram, your hearing loss will be within the normal range. Okay? And the audiologist will tell you, you don't have hearing loss. And I mean, I, I remember having this exact conversation with the audiologist at the VA. I said, I understand what the test shows, but why can't I hear? Why am I unable to understand a conversation that I'm having with my spouse from across the room if there's any background noise, right? They couldn't tell me because they don't understand the medical linkage and the issue there of how tinnitus or depression or anxiety can affect the brain, okay? The nerves and the inner, inner workings of how your actual reception of the noise goes in through the ear, gets interpreted by the brain through nerve signals, right? And they didn't get that, okay? So I'm going to find that and I'm going to post it because I think that's a very important piece of information for veterans to be armed with, okay? All right, any other questions? Again, I'm on here live right now. Joe just posted. All right, I was in the military police in the army and I think that military police are high on the list. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you were military police, um, regardless of what branch you were in, uh, very, very high likelihood there. Um, highly probable is I think what it says that you're going to have hearing loss. Okay. But again, I'm going to post that. So if you open up this description, by the way, guys, um, go to the bottom of this YouTube or Facebook video um, and open up the description. It'll have some resources in there, guys, for you to join Elite. Um, again, I'm also going to post the blog to the actual MOS listing. Okay. I've seen them out there in uh, Excel format. I've seen them in PDF format. It's hard to read. It's hard to interpret. I'm going to post it in a blog so you have it, right? You can just scroll to whatever you are and then take a look at the likelihood. Paul wrote, I just had my service-connected hearing checked and was told that my hearing was fine, but they prescribed me a tinnitus masking machine that does not do me any good. I've heard about those. Um, I've heard no good reviews at all. I've never tried one. Um, gave Terrell the info and was told it's very hard to get a rating at all. I have those symptoms and wondering what can be done since I was told that I could not possibly get any rating. Um, hey, Paul, you may want to check on if he's talking about tinnitus, tinnitus, or hearing loss. Okay, Hearing loss is very, very difficult to get service-connected and rated, Okay, especially if it's been years since you left the service. 
Why? Because there's no medical evidence to support your hearing loss on active duty. Two, as you age, the likelihood that your hearing is related to your service goes down, okay? Um, but again, there's some things you can do to arm yourself to try to get it service connected, okay? Get a medical nexus opinion. But the question I think is, in your claim strategy, is that something you want to pursue now? You certainly can, um, but just understand you're, you, you might be fighting a losing battle. Um, C wrote, man, conversations in a crowded room are super difficult for me and I get so frustrated because I have to repeat myself. Man, I, I'm telling you, almost every veteran I encounter who suffers from any type of mental health condition or any type of issue with the ringing in the ear syndrome has that same issue. I can't hear. I can't interpret what's being said. It's like I can't focus. If there's, if there's background noise, I, I can't hear what's going on. It, it's almost like the background noise overtakes and overcomes you to the point where your brain won't process, right? So that's, that's the deal. See, wrote, those machines only work for me when I'm trying to fall asleep. Other than that, no improvement. Bitten wrote, please post tinnitus and borderline hearing loss in right ear. Um, got it. Paul wrote, yep, I was referring to tinnitus, tinnitus. Okay. Um, how do I find the list of MOSs again, please? I'm going to post it, Angel. Okay. So when we're done here, you'll see it in a blog post. Um, I'm going to post this video on YouTube. I'll also post it on Facebook. But if you open it up, um, I'll post the, I guess it's called the MOS listing, and I'm going to post it for every branch. So Army, Air Force, Navy, Marine Corps, Coast Guard. I'm going to post it for all the branches and all of the possible AFSCs, whether you were enlisted or an officer. Okay, I'm going to post it here. Hey, Richard. How are you, brother? He wrote, hi, Mr. Reese. You're awesome. So formal. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, guys. Any other questions? Before we wrap up today, again, I'm going to be trying to answer questions within the comment thread on YouTube. I'll also be trying to answer some stuff on Facebook, okay? That's what we do, guys. We're in this together, right? VA Claims Insider, we're veterans helping veterans get the VA disability rating and compensation you deserve. How do we help you do that? With medical evidence. Qualified medical providers, guys, who will write disability benefit questionnaires and medical nexus opinions to help you win, service connect, and get rated at the appropriate level. That is the missing link, okay? That's the missing link that the attorneys can't help you get, the VSOs can't help you get, the VA doctors aren't helping, and private medical professionals don't know what they're doing. That's the reason why I started this company, guys, to help you win previously denied claims and get what you deserve by law, okay? Nothing more, nothing less, just what you deserve, okay? Um, all right, a couple more other questions here popping in. Ringing in the ear, C wrote, I really needed this video. Uh, I'll be posting the YouTube link, brother, so you can watch the replay. Joe wrote, they gave me hearing loss of 70%. Ooh, that's the highest I've seen. And diagnosed with tinnitus. They ordered my new hearing aid, had three audiology tests while I was in service. Okay, so you had a degradation over time. Um, that's the most likely scenario, I think, of, of getting uh, hearing loss service connected and then rated is if you even started having hearing loss problems while you're on active duty and then it just has continued to worsen, right? And again, you've, you've got the evidence to support that. Sorry to hear that, by the way. Uh, my husband has a hearing on Monday for his hearing. 
<laughs> he has a hearing for his hearing, right? I'm assuming he's got a like a, a BVA hearing with a judge or something. Um, how is he going to do that? He cannot hear. Uh, you know what? You need to let them know that. Okay, so what's happening now is the Board of Veteran Appeals, the BVA, they're doing these audiovisual teleconferences um, if you're in an appeal situation. If he can't hear, okay, you need to make sure they know that so that there's another method. Okay, how are you going to communicate that stuff? Okay, maybe there's closed captioning. I'm not sure. Glenda, for me, the background noise sounds distort and drives me crazy not being able to hear. Glenda, you're in the same situation I've just been talking about. Okay, I suffer from that too, of your service connected for tinnitus, but not for hearing loss. And when you do the audiogram, the hearing loss test shows you don't have any loss. Okay, but for some reason, you still can't hear. It's an issue with the nerves in the inner ear that affect the brain. Okay, that's what that is. I'm going to post it. Um, oh, so Joe wrote, okay, let me rephrase that. I have 70% hearing loss, okay, meaning... 70% of his hearing is gone, and he's about to file a claim. Okay, got it. You should be fine. Um, you've got lots of, of medical evidence already to support that. Um, I think if you write a strong personal statement and maybe even obtain a buddy letter, Joe, you'll, you'll be in great shape. Um, the VA gave him hearing aids. What's wrong with his ears? He has 8% hearing. Yeah, that's Gene. You may want to go back and do another audiogram. Okay, Mark wrote, hey, Brian, what are secondary conditions to tinnitus? Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm going to rattle off a few here. Depression, anxiety, um, post-traumatic stress disorder, TMD, um, migraines. Okay, we see a lot of times migraine headaches secondary to tinnitus tinnitus. The ringing in the ear causes all kinds of issues in your brain, which causes you to have migraine headaches. Okay, or tension headaches. Um, there's a few other ones too. I think I've, I've got a blog post out there, Mark, about um, secondary conditions to tinnitus. I'll make sure that that gets posted here inside of YouTube as well. Okay? All right, guys. Um, that's it for me. Again, our team, guys, at VA Claims Insider, we're all veterans, disabled veterans. We are trained in my process. This is what we do. We have devoted our lives to helping you get what you deserve. Nothing more, nothing less. We help you with medical evidence, guys, okay? Um, we go live on Facebook every Tuesday at noon central, every Wednesday at 11 a.m. central. We field your questions. We post high-value videos. Um, and as always, guys, if you need help, you can reach out and ask a question, okay? Even if you don't want to become a client, you don't need medical evidence, I got it. We're still going to help you. We're still going to try to answer you now, to the best of our ability, okay? That's what we're all about. We're veterans helping veterans get the VA disability rating and compensation you deserve. Why? What's our big why? Why did I found this company? Because I'm pissed. I'm upset for you. We believe, I believe that veterans are underrated. You're stuck, you're frustrated, you're underrated, and you are not being served you don't have the disability rating and compensation you deserve, and it's affecting your family and your benefits, and that makes me angry, okay? We believe you're underrated, and we help you prove your disability claims with medical evidence. The result is you end up with the rating and compensation you deserve, which means more tax-free compensation, guys, for you and your family 
for life, okay? There's a ton on the line here, guys. Ton on the line, all right? If we can be of any assistance, please shoot us a note, guys. That's what we do every day, all day, all right? Brian Reese here, Air Force Service Disabled Veteran out from Austin, Texas. I love you guys. We'll talk to you soon, all right? See ya.